Hey, I'm Rob from Producer Tech, and welcome to episode three of In The Loop, for the latest in music technology and online learning. This episode is the special beginner's edition, so it's ideal for anyone just starting out producing or DJing, or just wanting to get into it. In this episode, I'll be giving you an introduction to Ableton Live, one of the coolest and most popular doors on the market. Then I'll be telling you all about audio interfaces, explaining what they are, why you need one, and some of the differences between the huge range of products available. There'll also be a live performance from myself and talented performer Tim Croker, jamming together on Machina and Push, as well as an interview with the awesome DJ and producer Meet Katie, fresh from his set at Trezor. And lastly, there'll be a competition for you to win a load of kit from Focusrite and Novation, including Scarlet Studio, a bundle with an audio interface, headphones and a mic, as well as a launch key mini controller keyboard. An excellent start for anyone wanting to set up a home studio. First up then, let's take a look at Ableton Live, a highly recommended choice for anyone on the lookout for music production or recording software. Ableton began back in 2001 when they launched the first version of Live. A few years later, I saw it being demoed at the NAMM show in LA and was blown away by how easy it was for audio samples and tracks to be synchronized together and then jammed with. At first I was just using it to DJ, but soon after, especially when the audio engine was seriously revamped, it became my number one choice of software for making music with. Here's a project for a track I've been working on recently then. It's not too complex, having a nice manageable number of tracks, but this often makes the mix clearer and more powerful. At the moment, we're looking at Arrangement View, which is the more traditional display mode, as it shows how the song is constructed. Each one of these tracks, with named headers on the right, contains different audio or MIDI clips, which are the building blocks of the song. These could be anything from samples I've imported, or vocals or instruments I've recorded, to software instruments either from Live's collection or made by other plugin manufacturers. Then if I click with the mouse anywhere below the timeline, or bar ruler, showing me the number of bars at various points, the song will play from that position. And I can zoom in and out and move left or right by clicking above the bar ruler. Now the main groove is rolling, I can show you two of the elements creating it. Firstly, the bass sound was made by playing an external synth, which I recorded onto an audio track to make a 4 bar loop, which you can hear more clearly if I hit the solo button on the track. Whereas the main lead sound playing over the top is one of Live's software instruments, being triggered by a MIDI clip, which is simply a block of MIDI note information which can be created by playing a MIDI controller keyboard or your computer keyboard, or simply by drawing in notes. And each of these tracks has different audio effects on to shape and transform the sound of each part, shown in the track's device chain at the bottom of the window. The tracks can also be viewed from the other main display mode, which has all of the tracks running side by side rather than on top of one another, with enlarged level and panning controls that resemble a mixer you might find in a recording studio. So this provides you with easier controls to adjust and a clearer display of what's going on in your mix. Like in Arrangement View, the window can be fully customised to look the way you want, using the arrow switches in the corners to fold sections away for example whilst the small switches to the right of the faders can be turned on and off to allow you to simplify the display if you're not using certain controls. This view mode also features Live's grid, 
which is one of the most fantastic and unique aspects of the software, as it provides both an excellent performance platform, as well as a great starting point for making a song. Here, rather than clips being laid out along a timeline, they can be placed anywhere in the grid, and then played in any combinations, all synchronised to your session tempo. So it's a really awesome way of coming up with ideas, or creating a set to play out. It's also really easy to transfer clips from one view mode to the other. Switching between displays can either be done with the tab key, or using the switches in the top right. These switches also allow you to drag clips from one view mode to the other. Or, even easier than that, you can hit record on the transport and record them directly into the arrangement. After which, I just hit the back to arrangement switch to check out the mini recording I just made. So that was just a quick overview of the two main view modes in the software, to show how easy it is to switch from arranging, to jamming, to performing, and so on. To learn more about Live, take a look at the free tutorials on our YouTube channel, which go over both basic features of the software, as well as a bunch of different production tips and tricks. And if you really want to learn Live and how to make music, then take a look at our brand new Live Courses website, which features a beginner's complete guide covering all the basics of the software and music production, with written notes, live sets, free samples and a bass station soft synth, as well as advanced tutorials and a load of different courses from other professional producers and engineers. Right now, there's a 30% off promotion too, so you can use the LCLCH30 coupon code to get a discount on all courses for a limited time. Next up, let's have a look at audio interfaces, which are one of the bits of kit you need to think about when setting up a studio. So what are they exactly? Well put simply, they're just a means of getting audio, and normally MIDI too, in and out of your computer. All computers these days come with a mini jack headphones output already, and sometimes a mic input too, so you have a basic input and output solution built in. However, if you want to record a high quality vocal, guitar, or full band, or send a decent signal out to speakers, then you need an interface. Most interfaces now tend to be USB, as it's a cheaper, more common interface format that you find on all computers. It's also much faster than it used to be, now being similar to Thunderbolt and Firewire. Firewire interfaces do have other benefits though, with Firewire normally being dedicated to just audio and video, and being able to daisy-chain devices together so it's still one of the preferred choices for pro studios, certainly in multi-channel situations. But USB interfaces are what most people are using in their home studios. With so many interfaces being available today though, what sort of things should you be considering when choosing the right one for you? Firstly, the input design. With there being so many different hardware components that can make up an input, a lot of time and effort needs to be spent in engineering a high-quality preamp, especially at a low cost. Companies like Focusrite with their heritage and background in pro studio desks are a safe bet for getting the best quality out of your mic. Also, a combi input is a good thing to have, allowing either an XLR or a quarter-inch jack plug to be connected. Latency-free monitoring is something you should look out for too. On the Scarlett here, it's a direct monitor switch, which sends the signal at the input directly to headphones or speakers, before it goes into the computer, so you avoid any delays that can be created by routing through a computer first, which can sometimes be a problem when recording. Also, you might want to think about combining products. For example, if you're also wanting to buy a control surface of some kind, then you could get one that has an audio interface in it. 
most DJ control surfaces feature audio interfaces. And here's a very cool Novation keyboard called Ultra Nova that is actually a synth, MIDI controller keyboard and audio interface all in one. So there's a lot of key elements of a home studio in one bit of hardware. Stay tuned for the competition later in this episode for the chance to win the Scarlett interface, mic and headphones and also Novation controller keyboard. Now though, it's time for a bit of music with a live jam by myself on Push, accompanied by Tim Croker on Machina. To get your hands on quality samples, such as many of the ones used in that jam, head on over to the recently updated loopmasters.com website. The new site, which runs from a speedy new server, now allows you to listen to demos whilst browsing, has better searching and filters, a wishlist and loop plus section for industry news tips and articles, as well as featuring online courses on the site too. Plus with the code LMPT20, you can get 20% off any non-sale item for the next two months. Time for this month's interview now with Meet Katie shot shortly after his set at the Dangerous Drums Night at one of Berlin's biggest clubs, Trezor. So this episode's interview is with Mr. Meet Katie, um, who is, I'm proud to say, a good friend and uh, an excellent DJ and producer. This is one of his uh, pieces of music I bought on vinyl back in... 2002. Really? Was <laughs> yeah. It, uh... About that. But I started buying them in the 90s, uh, which is when you were releasing on King Size and uh, what else? Your own label at the Whole time. Whole Nine Yards was Whole my Yards. first label that I'm, I started, my own label. Yeah, and now, obviously, Lot 49, yep. which you're running with... Dylan Rhymes. Dylan Rhymes. Marvin Beaver. Excellent, excellent guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a good producer. He's a good producer. Yeah. So, production. You've been producing... For as long as you've been DJing, which came first? Uh, producing. Producing. Yeah. I was a bass player first. Yeah. And then um, a friend of mine brought a sampler 
and I had a big record collection of funk, rare groove, hip hop. When I first started writing music, it, you'd you'd write it and you'd finish that piece of music and you didn't go to another piece until that was done. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that. I like that sort of elite. It's more productive, whereas now you almost have too much time, you have too much flexibility. It, you know, it, it's difficult to write music because you've got as long as you need, mm-hmm. however long that may be. Whereas when I, when I first started, I'd go into a recording studio um, and when I was hiring studios, mm. Um, and it had to be done in two days, and, and that was it. But mm-hmm. in, in the back of your head, you know that like there was a there was a pressure and a necessity to actually do it. So you drive the session through mm-hmm. to make it, you know, to hit your targets and get it done. And that was a, that. I think that's why back then I, I, was, I think I was probably more prolific mm-hmm. in my writing because mm-hmm. of that pressure. Yeah. So yeah, production wise, um, that's a good tip. Don't spend a week getting the hi-hat absolutely perfect because at the end of the day who's going to uh who's going to care <laughs> well yeah um you know, don't I've, get bogged down with, these, with yeah. these details too much if you need to spend a week on two elements then those elements clearly aren't working mm. yeah that's why I that, do it. That, i'm exactly the same if you, if you have to spend you know weeks and weeks getting a sound right then it's probably not right in the first place that's it a simple sort of philosophy is Good tracks write themselves, literally. Yeah. You know, yeah, you yeah. you get up and running and, and all the elements you put in and it's clear what, what the track needs, you can hear it. You're not sitting there scratching your head, it's just it, it is it's it's a very enjoyable and easy process and it should be. Mm. You shouldn't have to slave over music. It's mm. it's, it's it's creative. You're supposed to enjoy the process. Any tips for someone getting started? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, just um, be very true to what you're trying to achieve out of the production. Just A and B the music that you like with the music you're making, and that way you you have very you be, be try and be accurate to what you're trying trying to achieve. Don't get caught up in um, too many production tips when you haven't got a strong idea. Get get your idea going first, and then um, and then just try and make it sound good. I know it's a very simple philosophy, but it works. Don't be don't be scared to be influenced by stuff. Obviously, you know, I wouldn't endorse copying people, but you know, it's like learning how to play the guitar. You know, the first thing you do when you learn how to play the guitar, you learn how to f- play your favourite songs. Mm-hmm. So you know, for example, if if you like, I don't know, um, Andy C, and you make drum and bass, um, you know, just. Listen to the track, tracks, you know, and yeah. just go, well, what is, it? what is it about this track that I really like? And sort of dissect the idea behind it. And, um, and then, you know, use that as an influence mm. for how you write music. You know, it's not, it's not rocket science. Mm. Brilliant. Thank you very much. That's all we've got time for, sadly. Thanks but for having me, Rob. Pleasure, as always. Um, and make sure you check out his podcast, Lowering the Tone. See you next time. Thank you. And now for your chance to win Focusrite's Scarlet Studio package containing a USB interface, condenser mic and headphones, as well as an Ovation Launch Key Mini controller keyboard. To enter, just answer the following question. Focusrite company owner Phil Dudderidge is the former live sound engineer for which legendary English rock band? Email your answer to rob at producertech.com. Results will be announced on the Producertech Twitter page next month. That's all for now. 
Tune in to the next episode for more audio advice, tutorials, competitions, interviews, and other music-related situations. This has been In The Loop from Producer Tech. Thanks for watching, and see you next time.